This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 ads and popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see. Hey everybody, my name is Doug and I love movies. This is I love movies. <laughs> All right, <laughs> I thought that one might be a little off. Where was that guy up there? Right here. Why did you say this is Doug loves movies? Because I watched Doug getting high with getting Doug with high. Yeah. Because <laughs> you watched getting high with Doug. Yeah. It's the title that I created that you, when you fuck up, you say it right. <laughs> or saying it right is fucking up. But, uh, well, thank you, dude, for being here. Uh, uh, no one's going to get high up here. I mean, I am high up here, but nobody is going to smoke weed during this show. This is a movie-intensive uh, show with uh, discussion and trivia. You love movies. I do. I love movies. 
I'm glad you figured that out. <laughs> We're coming to you for the second time from the Traverse City Film Festival, which is celebrating 10 years of bringing uh, Michigan just great movies. Yeah. I love great movies. Uh, the man who chooses all of the films that play this festival uh, was going to be a guest tonight, but uh, he's uh, under the weather and he has a lot of lot of more festival to host for the rest of the weekend. So we uh, we wish him well and uh, hope that he feels better. Uh, but before I bring the guests out, I have to do this. It's Wednesday, July thirtieth, twenty fourteen. Wolf of Wall Street, Fight, Terminator Two, Judgment Day of the Dead Men Walking Tall, The President's Men in Black, Fish, Blackfish. I saw that here last year. <laughs> er, King Ralph, A Dog Day, Afternoon Delight, Sleep Perfect, Murder by Death, Wish Three Amigos, World's End of Watchmen, Don't Leaving Las Vegas, Food, La Jingle All the Wayne's World. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see your name tags, Travis City. Whip them out, TC. Got a lot of good ones. A lot of festival attendees that probably got uh, tickets to this show and are wondering what is happening right now. But people make really cool movie-themed name tags, and they bring them to my shows and hope to get picked for the gameplay. What does that say on your gun, sir? The Dan Hunter. The Dan Hunter? Yes. (laughs) Instead of what? The Deer Hunter. Instead of the Deer Hunter? Okay. (laughs) And they had a toy gun in the Deer Hunter with an orange tip? Oh, I see a Woot Monkey. What's your name, Woot Monkey? Kaylee. Kaylee. (laughs) Did you write it on the Woot Monkey? Is it sort of a name tag? Okay. Fair enough. Uh, Dave? What's that instead of? Drive. Drive. It's the same font as Drive. I get it. (laughs) What's yours, Mark? The the Ides Ides of Mark instead of March. I really like what you guys are doing here. This is a puntastic town. I see a Clockwork Orange poster over there. I'm sure uh, Michael Moore might have picked that because I think he he loves that movie. The Right Stuff is here. Gary movie instead of scary movie. Stand by who? Mo? Oh, Steve by me. Steve by me. You had to look at your own poster that you made. I thought it said Stand by Mo. It's Steve by me. And the Karate Who? Sid? In your Sydney? Yep. Nice job, Sydney. Karate Sid. Thank you to everybody for bringing name tags. We can't talk about them all because the show isn't Doug Loves Name Tags. It should be. That'd be a fun program. From the corrections department, T.J. Miller claims to have never won at the Leonard Malton game, but in fact, he's in the top ten winners in the show's history, (laughs) having won six times. And John Hamm has only won four times. So suck on that, T.J. Miller. And from the uh, Correcting the Corrections Department, Once Upon a Time in America is over three hours long at 251 minutes if you count the original director's cut that the United States decided to pare down to a uh, terrible 139 minutes. Stupid American version. Uh, Thank you. (laughs) So that's settled. Uh, thank you for coming to uh, this Traverse Citizens instead of Jurassic Park outside because that sounds pretty fun but it's also kind of fucking cold out uh, 
even though it's summer, you guys are having a little bit of a cold snap. So uh, thanks for staying inside an opera house with me. Not an opera house, a playhouse. I confused it with the opera house. You watch so many movies in places that don't say movie theater on the sign that uh, they, they start to all blend together. But the State Theater and the Bijou, if you're ever in the uh, area for any reason, I think they're open year-round and they're beautiful and they, uh, they're awesome theaters. Uh, let's just, uh, you know, I, I don't know how sick he is right now. I'm sure he's going to be fine, but let's, for the hell of it, let's just have a round of applause for Michael Moore for putting this festival, he put this festival together. Who's coming to the, uh, the Benson movie interruption on Friday night here? 12.15 a.m. There's still a few tickets left uh, over at the beautiful State Theater. We're going to be interrupting Roadhouse. Yeah, and we, we'll all try to uh, remember Dalton's words. Be nice. Until you can't be nice. Then fuck people up. Madison, Wisconsin. Doug Loves Movies is coming to Comedy on State in Madison this Sunday, August 3rd at 4.20. And then we're going to do a stand-up show that night at the same club at 8 o'clock. Separate admission. Uh, separate, separate, uh, and um, Monday night we're doing. I'm doing with a special guest stand up in Rosemont, Illinois, at Zany's. Let's look in the prize bag, you guys. Lots of uh, lots of fun stuff, as you can imagine, uh, when you come to a festival that's um, you know in a town known for their uh, cherries and their cherry-flavored products. So when you come here, they give you a bag full of awesome cherry-flavored things, and then I put them in the prize bag and give them to one of you. <laughs> because if this was in my room, I would just come home, back to my room late at night, high and drunk, and fucking eat every one of these goddamn <laughs> chocolate-covered cherries from, from Cherry Republic. And we've got uh, just good chocolate yum cookies. Yeah, that one, that part of the reason I don't want those is because it's got walnuts in it. I don't know why people keep putting walnuts in cookies. <laughs> I guess somebody likes it. Here's a little chocolate that uh, I put it under my pillow. <laughs> well, it's supposed to go on your pillow. Oh, these look really great. These are the cookies in the shape of Michigan uh, with icing on them, and they're called cherry chews. And those would have been the first things I, I ate if, I, if they were in my room. What's that? They're for dogs? I swear I thought it said for dogs. So I was all over it, but yeah. Turns out it's a dog bakery. These look delicious. Now I fucking have to eat part of one. The fuck? I gotta... You don't come here and not try the dog chews. I had, I had cherry-infused vodka last night at the uh, opening night party, and I enjoyed that, so this has got to be... They just look like regular cookies. Who else will eat one with me? Right. Oh, shit. It's even better when it's been on the ground. That's, what, that's how dogs like them. They're very hard to get into. The icing's not bad, though. I like the, I like the icing, but the actual cookie, is, it's, for, it's for strong teeth. 
All right, I'll put it back in the bag. Can you believe it if a dog turned that down? Oh, it's got human saliva on it. So hopefully the winner tonight will have a dog. Oh, this next prize. Um, and let me warn you, the band Warrant isn't here. Cherry pie, fresh from the oven, and then into a box for a while. <laughs> but a nice big piece of cherry pie from, I think the place is called We Love Pie or Pie Co- Pump Grand. Grand Travis Pie Company. Bam. Um, I was at Comic-Con last week, and I also, you know, I love to smoke weed, so I, bought, I brought a uh, stoner comic book called Tales of the World Famous drive Through Bud. <laughs> so that's a fun item. And then everything else is from my guests, who I'll... I, oh, and a copy of uh, Gateway Doug 2. And, uh, yeah, and the rest is from my guests, so I'll discuss that uh, with them once they are out here. Uh, please give a big, warm uh, Traverse City Film Festival... Uh, TCFF welcome to Jesse Pasternak, owner Tuchel, <laughs> Tuchel, <laughs> and Jeff Tate. Hey, fellas. Hello. Hi. Hello. That's, uh, let's say, let's, first of all, let's per- tell your last name the way you prefer it pronounced, owner. Oh, uh, Tukel. Tukel. A lot of people think it's Turkel. They're, uh, they, I think that's a popular thing that studs Turkel. Yeah, talking. maybe they just, they're just giving you a compliment. They think you're a stud. Stud, right, you so know. So they call you uh, owner Turkel. <laughs> owner Turkel. Uh, I'm not a stud, but, you know, I look like one. Tukel. Uh, yeah. Tukel, then, we're Tukel. going with. Tukel. Yeah, yeah. Tukel. Okay. Like like a toucan, but yeah. toucan. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, yeah. I have to remember things that in those sort of weird ways. I've got yeah. the uh, you know the Fruit Loops bird in my head now. <laughs> right, right, sure, sure. <laughs> Whenever I look at you, and you are a uh, a filmmaker who writes and stars in and uh, directs and edits your own uh, projects. Yeah, the last couple of movies that I've starred in um, just for fun, and it was easier for me to play myself. And I've got a movie called Summer of Blood playing right now, which is a vampire comedy. So. And that's going to be at midnight tonight here at, at the festival. Yeah, Wednesday night at midnight. I don't imagine. And there's going to be a whole lot of people there for the Dude, show. Dude, people yeah. tear it up in this town. Yeah. Uh, but tomorrow at 9 o'clock, it should be, you know, that's cool. But I mean, I'm really excited to be here, so yeah. And it's like, what is it, like 90 minutes long, that movie? It's about 86 minutes. You, gotta, you come in at eight, tight 86. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> the, original and then, cut, the original cut was like an hour and 40 minutes, and we cut it. No, no, no. Uh, go for 86. That's a sweet, <laughs> sweet ass Do you think about like running time? Does that make you like a movie better if it's shorter or longer? Do you like... I think it should be the right length, but when it starts at 86, chances are it's not going to be too long. Right. You know? I, I mean, unless it's could. awful, but I, how could something called Summer of Blood be awful? Uh, I'm excited about it. Michael Moore has put his stamp of approval on it. Yeah, a lot of uh, they got really got really bad reviews too. There were a few reviews that came out said it was the worst <laughs> film of the Tribeca Film Festival too. So they were good. Wait, reviews. it got into Tribeca? Yeah, I mean we played it. And then they talk shit about it. No, there were certain, you know, that <laughs> no, wasn't Tribeca. The festival itself didn't say we regret putting. Oh, it the film wasn't out Robert there, De Niro you know? who came yeah. out with a statement. This is yeah. the worst film we've ever. Yeah. But it yeah, was. 
but it still has to pass a lot of uh, through a lot of people to get into a film festival. And film festival movies, you know, they can't be for everybody. That's what I like about this festival is it, it just sort of seems like Michael Moore picked a bunch of movies. So we're gonna learn a thing or two while we're here. Uh, <laughs> I fucking learned so much today, except for the one I just saw. I just saw Palo Alto. Has anybody seen that? And uh, oh, you liked it? Okay. Um, that's my point. There's something for everybody. I didn't dislike it. I should say it's got good performances and James Franco. And um, he. It's based on a book that he wrote of short stories. Yeah. I mean, the guy fucking does everything. Should probably stick to one thing and do that great. <laughs> His movie that he made uh, the, based on the Cormac McCarthy novel, it's just coming out this week. It's called Son of God. And he was on, he was on uh, Kelly, Michael and Kelly promoting it. And they're talking to him about it. And he's just going, this movie's kind of crazy. And, and he can't say it, but the, you know, people need to know that in this movie, some weird hillbilly guy, you watch him take a shit. You watch... <laughs> him squat and shit come out of him. It's a wonderful performance. I hope I hope he gets an Oscar nod because there's not enough uh, awards being handed out for somebody that has the nerve to shit on camera. Those poor two girls with that one cup didn't get anything. <laughs> so, owner, uh... <laughs> I'm going to be making a lot of speeches tonight in lieu of, because I thought Michael Moore would be doing that. <laughs> and I think we got, you know, we really should have a very uh, thought-provoking session here because that's, that's what he would have wanted. Although last year he did, uh, he did actually hold a pair of soiled underwear on the end of a pen. And I heard the person who won that in the prize bag is here. Is that true? Yeah, my wife won. That's you? My wife! <laughs> Your wife won the prize bag, and yeah. she's just home now with the underwear? Well, if you remember, there was a lot of talk of baby caves last year, and she actually had a baby in the baby cave. Oh, she had uh, a baby since yeah. the show? She's oh, coming congrats. up tomorrow with the baby. Oh, she's bringing the baby. Okay, said, you don't have to tell me the whole family itinerary. <laughs> I'd feel a lot more comfortable if you stopped waving that gun around. <laughs> yeah, you really do gesture with it in a way that we're, instead of saying, my wife's coming to town, you should be saying, put the money in the bag. <laughs> <laughs> Which is another way of saying my wife's coming to town. <laughs> so Jeff Tate is here, everybody. Let's hear it for Jeff. Hello. Are you having a fun time at the festival, buddy? I brought you yeah. because I knew that uh, not only would you would have a good time at a film festival, but also uh, that you know people listen to Doug Loves Movies would be excited to uh, to see you here. See here, hear that. <laughs> Yeah, I'm having a great time. I think all, all your fans are probably out at Jurassic Park. <laughs> yeah. But that's... Because you have right. that childlike sense of wonder. Right. That one needs to still have to enjoy Jurassic Park. <laughs> yeah, I like bad stuff. Yeah. I just... That whole movie, I'm just like, Newman. Because <laughs> um, he really fucks everything up. That could be a perfectly nice dinosaur park if it wasn't for Newman. <laughs> Some guy last night on that, after that street party, after I left that street party... Some nice festival goer got me stoned in an alley. And then I went into Horizon Books and bought a book I've already read. <laughs> and I went back to my room and ate one of them dog treats. <laughs> what book did you buy? What book was it? It's called Unknown Man 89. Who wrote it? Elmore Leonard. Oh, that was great. 
Yeah, you're on kind of a, you're on kind of an Elmore Leonard kick, kind of because you uh, you know are uh, excited to see or, or want to see Life of Crime, a movie based on his work that's uh, playing this festival. Yes, yes. I'm not, I don't have a ticket yet. If yeah, I like think if this I, guy's I, wife don't show up, maybe <laughs> maybe I can get her ticket. <laughs> it's the prequel to Jackie Brown, right? Is that right? It's the prequel to Jackie Brown. Is that supposed to be what it is? It's, you, say, uh, it's I, got most Def plays Ordell Robbie, which is who Sam Jackson was in Jackie Brown. But I don't know. Probably if, doesn't do an impression of him. Probably still sounds like most Davy family. Like I, I hope, I hope he doesn't have that weird guy. beard. Um, Jeff is uh, brought for the prize bag a copy of one of his uh, two CDs. This one's called I Got Potential. And yeah, other- and on the inside of it is uh, a copy of Chad Daniels' You're the Best. There's <laughs> yeah, another one. Another my- guy, another comedian another who's been on Douglas Movies. His CD is from the same company, so Jeff has them both in, in, in his. Right, right. I've been traveling for a long time. But that's time. not how people can buy it. They can't buy it as a as No, it's a not a two-pack. Yeah. Yeah. You're just a kind person. You want people to have it. I want people to know about Chad Daniels, too. He's funny. Yeah. This, everybody, is, I'm pretty sure, no, not the youngest guest, Dave Foley's daughter, but, and Sam Cullen's, uh, Sam Cullen, Sean Cullen's son, uh-huh. but you are, Jesse, probably the uh, youngest guest whose parent is also not on the panel. Oh, thank you, yeah. Right? How old are you? I'm um, 18. 18, you guys. Yeah. yeah, he's gonna do a lot of growing up tonight. <laughs> we met last year at this particular festival because uh, when you come here, they say to comedians like myself, hey, do you want to be on a comedy panel? And you go, sure. And then they're like, oh, this year the comedy panel's out, outside under a tent. And there's, we're just gonna, it's just gonna be like a little chat and we didn't have microphones, right? And yeah. the guy, the moderator was the fucking horse whisperer. <laughs> and, uh, very nice guy and a great director, He's but he, uh, <laughs> he was really quiet. So all these people were in his tent going, what? <laughs> after everything he'd say. And uh, it was an interesting experience, but we, I met you afterwards. Oh, yeah. And you came up to me because you had seen Doug Lowe's movies the night before. Yeah. In this very space. And something had come up during the show, and you wanted clarification on it. Do you remember what that was? Uh, yes, it was. Uh, the category was erectile dysfunction, and one of them was from 1967. And I read some articles about Bonnie and Clive where it talked a lot about how Clive was impotent. And I thought, oh, well, it's not a popular subject in the 60s in mainstream movies. Like, it's got to be that. So I asked during the panel, I asked you, oh, well, is this during 1960s? Seven was it Bonnie and Clyde? And you start going, oh, people always do this to me. There's such a nerd. Yes, it's Bonnie and Clyde. You win nothing. And my <laughs> first reaction was, yay. And I went up to you afterwards, and you couldn't have been nicer. I yelled at you like Willy Wonka at the end of the movie. <laughs> you win nothing. <laughs> yeah. We had to sterilize this comedy tent because you drank fizzy lifting drinks. Um, yeah. It was a wonderful moment. I think it was place. a very, I would think it was a friendlier exchange than that. Oh, yeah, but was, I was also was I was just very impressed because then I said, "How old are you?" And you said, "17." And you were yeah. smaller than you are now. You've had a growth, <laughs> growth spurt, and uh, so it was just like I was like, "Oh my God!" It's a, it's a new Sam Levine in the making. Wow! Thank you. Rising from the ashes. Yeah, but you'll be like a you know a nicer version. <laughs> Have you seen Bonnie and Clyde? No, I haven't. That was so you got he that just reads from... about impotence a lot. <laughs> really looking forward to it. Someday. <laughs> and then, uh, and for the prize bag, you brought a uh, copy of the Even Stevens movie. 
Yeah. Starring Shia LaBeouf, who is not famous anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's from my childhood, and I thought it could be read as a cautionary tale on a new review rewatch. <laughs> you kind of imagine what a nightmare Shia was going to become. He's so nice as Even Stevens. Yeah. Was his name Even or Stevens? Uh, it was actually Lewis. Lewis? Yeah. The family name was Stevens. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, um, finally, a foremost authority on Even Stevens. Yeah. Because also, you know, now just to be sure that you're not uh, that you're as smart as I think you are, you Thank know. You that that's not a theatrical movie, right? Yeah, Disney It's just Channel on original. TV. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah. <laughs> and how much erectile dysfunction does he suffer from? Uh, none in the movie, at least, because he's like 13, so that wouldn't be a problem for him. <laughs> I, I'm told, I'm told, I think, yeah. He's, I don't he's know. not suffering from it now either, if you've seen Nymphomaniac. You know, you know. He's totally turgid. You know, in the most extreme way. If that's his real oh schlong. Oh my god, Turgid is the worst <laughs> nickname for an erection. Yeah. Well, you know, I have a very eccentric girlfriend. She gets really turned on by, you know, my turgidity. When I'm talking about it, I, you know, tur- uh, <laughs> What the fuck are you word. talking Turgis- about? <laughs> using the word turgid. Tonight, if anybody's lucky enough to have sex, just throw the word turgid out there and see what happens. I mean, Are you saying- it's great to learn something while you're having sex, to expand your vocabulary. If you didn't know the word to begin with, to expand your vocabulary while you're, you know, getting laid, it's a terrific Are- thing if you can like Are it. you saying detergent? <laughs> That's what you need after. That's what you need after the sex. You need to you know, uh, wash everything very, very Sturgeon? <laughs> uh, I'd just like to point turgid. out... Turgid. Uh, Turgid. Turgid. Yeah. No, T-U-R-G-I-D. Yeah. No, that's not what you're saying. What are you saying? Turgidity. Yeah, turgidity, I think. Turgidity? It's a word. You don't know the word turgid? Nope. You know turgid. I think I do. This discussion might be turgid. Not in this context. I'd also just like to point out my parents are here, so just. What are they, dumb or something? They don't know turgid either? No, they do. It's not a dirty word. It's an adjective or noun. I've, 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 it's an adjective, yeah. What is you remember that from Schoolhouse Rock. Turgidity is a noun or something. <laughs> <laughs> you can just imagine the guy writing the song trying to find something that rhymes with boner and then going with turgid. <laughs> uh, also for the prize bag, Jeff brought uh, copies of two Michael Moore movies. Oh. Yes. Yeah, uh, Bowling for Columbine and uh, Fahrenheit 9-11. So uh, be sure to pop those in right after you watch the Even Stevens movie. <laughs> I'd even make an Even Stevens Michael Moore sandwich out of these three. Hey. <laughs> that, what a fun night that would be. Invite a, gir- invite a girl over and then never see her again. Well, at what point during that trilogy are you going to say you're all turgid <laughs> for sex or whatever, however he said it? It's a, such a close call. Which one's the most depressing? <laughs> I want to point out that those two movies are also from his childhood because everything's from his childhood. Because even this is from his childhood. Yeah. He's a man. He's 18. Thank you, Doug. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I said that with such glee. <laughs> So happy when anybody makes it to that crucial, <laughs> crucial year, year marker. Um, oh man, it's real turgid up here. 
<laughs> Did I use it right? Yeah, I think. <laughs> Somebody look it up it's on their the iPhone. It's the kind of word that whenever I hear it, I go, yeah, that seems to be like in context. It seems to yeah. mean, mean something. But when you just go, what does turgid mean? I guess just slow <laughs> or just it's like what what would Michael Moore say that is the least helpful thing you could have yelled out that is the worst thing you could have yelled out right there it would I thought you were well, answering what, the question I was thinking what, what do you say about like somebody saying I want to get rid of my Michael Moore movies and just give them away as door prizes like you know is that there's something insulting about that I mean no he went out and bought them at a very oh, hefty, oh, hefty that's cost nice. that's nice yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. those aren't my only copies okay yeah not a fucking turgid over here <laughs> Next phrase on the agenda, dead horse. <laughs> I just thought of a spy movie for you, uh, Jeff. <laughs> it's a- Jeff Tate, secret turgid. <laughs> Shadow turgid. Oh. Turgid po- recruit. <laughs> pulverized horse, pulverized horse. Turgid fall. <laughs> like Skyfall. <laughs> that didn't sound good to me. Dude, take it easy. Your parents are here. <laughs> Let's start a hashtag game on Twitter. Replace a board in a movie title with Turgid. <laughs> My last name is no longer Tukel. It's Turgid. Owner Turgid. Under the Turgid Sun. <laughs> Beatles knew uh, renaming uh, it's a Turgid Day's Night, you know? My Turgidiot brother. <laughs> Um, <laughs> points, thank you. I prefer joints. Um, <clears throat> so, Jesse, here's the crazy thing about you. It's not crazy. It's cool. Thank uh, you. you have an older brother. Oh, I do, yes. Who enjoys the Douglas Movies podcast. Oh, yeah, he does. I'd say more than you do. Like, he's more familiar with it. Uh, probably. And you're sitting here rubbing it in his face. <laughs> that you're a guest on the show and he's back where? Where do you guys live? Uh, New York. Yeah, he's in New York, just yeah. crying his eyes out. <laughs> well, uh, he he's yeah he isn't he's in the comedy world, so like he understands, like you know he's like has his own cool stuff, so he probably understands, you know. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know you were in a show business family. <laughs> he's a what, comedy. What's his name? Let's give him a plug. Oh, uh, his name is Sam Pasternak. Uh, you might be able to find him. Uh, he does a Summy card. Uh, he's a contributor there to the Summy cards, and uh, he just started uh, working as a writer's assistant on the Meredith Fierro show, her uh, new daytime show. Oh, right on. And uh, he also, uh, has he put in a bid to be, there's an auction going on to raise money for right here in Traverse City, Michael Moore wants to install a Walk of Fame uh, in front of the State Theater that will be a uh, not only a sidewalk with the handprints of lots of famous people who have come through here, including Madonna. Wow. Yeah, Madonna's going to be out in front of this State Theater yeah. on her hands and knees. <laughs> <laughs> Permanently. And, uh, but <laughs> this is the part that I'm so excited about because I'm going to come back in the winter for the uh, comedy festival. Uh, that I, Yeah. <laughs> I skipped it this year because I somehow sensed that the average temperature would be 29 below. (laughs) And I also sensed that the Weezer Cruise would be a little warmer, so I went on that. But next year I'm coming back to the winter uh, carnival. It is kind of a carnival. Uh, But the winter comedy festival. And uh, I don't know if it's going to be built by then, but it's going to be great for winter. The sidewalk with the handprints in it is also going to be heated. Wow. Wow. 
Yeah. So what does that mean? They'll, just be, they'll be homeless people purging. sleeping on all the <laughs> on all what the handprints, and you have to push them aside. Hey, I want to see Madonna's handprints, you fucking bum. <laughs> you all think that's a good thing? Handprints on the is that a, is that a good thing? Is that is that I mean, where is that? It's like Grauman's, you know, but for Michigan, you know, it's like a thing of honor. Like if you have your thing there. Yeah, it's like the Chinese theater out in L.A. Right. I mean, there are going to be local people, too, who have made a contribution to Traverse City that will have their handprints out there. I would assume that would be the thing to it's do. It's not so, our idea, but, man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we don't I'm just saying. I, I, so w- I so wish that Michael Moore could be here right now to argue with you about, <laughs> you know? about how great his idea is. Because I mean, he's going forward with it, and he's got a lot of auctions going on uh, for awesome things like the jacket that, uh, that Jennifer Aniston wore in Life of Crime is one of the options. Uh, a few, uh, I think it's like coffee with Matthew Modine is an option. <laughs> I mean, I, I, hopefully, I, I'll ask him so many great questions about Vision Quest. Yeah, if that, wrestling uh, with Matthew Modine, I would pay to wrestle him. I wouldn't pay for a coffee with him, but if I could wrestle him, that would be amazing. Well, once you get him in the room, it's kind of whatever you feel like doing. <laughs> Did anybody think his yeah, death fucking Dark wrestle him in the Starbucks? Did I think his death in Dark Knight was absurd? Like, the, you know, yeah. well, he dies like an extra, you know, like a soldier. You, you know? see when he's on the ground, he's just lying there. It's just like so absurd. It looks like he was just placed there. Like he didn't want to get his outfit dirty. You know what I mean? Did you, yeah. you remember that? Yeah. If he had like some blood on him, though, it might have been better because I think the point was he's supposed to be like a soldier, like just any guy. Like even right. like the guy who's like the you can't do this, it, like just ends up like any other extra just on the ground. Anybody well, have a problem with Matthew Modine's death in uh, The Dark Knight? <laughs> with the, the last of the, anyway. I had a problem with his whole character. His character was a dick that was just stopping the right thing from happening at every turn. Yeah, yeah. And then he kind of, for a while, he felt kind of bad about it. Like, oh, I shouldn't have. He kind of reminded me of all the villains in Die Hard, you know, how they, yeah. like, are no help the whole time, just complete douchebags. But, um, and it was Matthew Modine who I usually find quite likable, so I, I didn't buy it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> And I used too many words, so now I'm choking on air. <laughs> you guys are talking about a Batman movie? <laughs> uh, yeah, we should be talking about new things. They, they right? kind the of were, one. yes. Yeah? yeah. The, the under-discussed yeah, Matthew, Matthew, Matthew Modine Modi role. We're Matthew Modine. Yeah, the, very, the role no one remembers. Uh, I don't think no one does. Yeah. Well, it was, sure just, it was just a movie remember. that just happened, and Matthew Modine is a pretty recognizable guy. He's yeah. like the, you know, whatever. <laughs> He's like standing in for Commissioner Gordon, I think. Um, but the po- reason I brought this up at all, <laughs> we went off quite a tangent there, is that the uh, auction items are going to be available till August 6th, and one of them is an appearance on Douglas Movies. Uh, if you bid on it, whatever city you're in, I'll try to come to you. If you're in Traverse City, we can maybe do it uh, during next year's festival. But the, I, basically, my point is, is I'm, uh, you know, nothing's included, like no hotel and no air. It's just, yeah, we're going to take away all of your oxygen. And, uh, <laughs> that used to be what we said comics would say about a gig, you know, it's no hotel, no air, you know, like we just have to get there and we'll shit, sleep on guys, somebody's couch. You guys can get hotels in air? <laughs> that you get that stuff sometimes, like you at this gig. I'll be back, I'm going to get a beer. Yeah. Be oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, have to be a. I mean, you guys, it's under control. It's, I mean, it's amazing. I, I'm like, I'm nervous to talk. You know what I mean? You know, I'm gonna you get seem really there. nervous. Not to talk. nervous, not nervous, but like, great show. I'm looking forward to participating. But I can get a beer, right? You won't yeah. miss me. I'm looking forward to you participating again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's nice of you to give us something to look forward to during the show. <laughs> no, 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 no. He really held up his end in the Dark Knight Rises debate too. Yeah. <laughs> Like he really, like, 
I can't really debate it aside very well. So there's some sort of auction, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I was going to ask owner, listen, owner. Um, <laughs> no, I'll get this out finally. TC, oh, that was fast. TCFF.org slash auction. TCFF, that's for Traverse City Film Festival, dot org slash auction. Go there, bid on lots of crazy stuff. I, I seriously would w- want to have a few minutes with Matthew Modine and um, lots of other things. And that'll ma- raise money for the uh, heated sidewalk. Oh, and also there's a Traverse City Film Festival app on uh, Apple Store or Google Play. Do you have that, Jesse? Uh, no, I don't, but I really need to download it. It sounds yeah, wonderful. Yeah, seems like something you would, uh, it would work out good for you. Yeah. And you're, uh, you're also probably the youngest person at, most fil- at all the film festivals, but specifically at this one, who actually uh, like, does, moderates the Q&A with filmmakers uh, after their movie. Has played, right? Oh, yeah, I do. I'm um, actually, uh, the Summer of Blood that I was referenced earlier, I'm doing that with owner uh, after Doug Loves Movies is over. You're doing that tonight? Oh, yeah, yeah. We're going to all just go over there. Let's just all go over to the pro- State Theater and but see I think Summer pro- of Blood. It's here, isn't it? That's good. It, it, the process is really interesting, though, because you have Oh, it's here? Well, you have, yeah, okay, it's let's here. stay here, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of expended energy going all the way to the State <laughs> Theater, yeah. finding out it's over here, and then having to come back. <laughs> The process is really, very concise. He, uh, he doesn't see the movie. You're going to watch the movie and then ask questions afterwards. But he's been researching things about me prior to it. I mean, I'm nobody. I don't wanna, I'm not going to talk much at all because I know that's part of it. Like, you have big people up here. That's one of the things about insecurity is like, why am I here? Nobody wants to hear me talk. They want to hear you talk. They want to hear Jeff talk. And they should because you have interesting things to say. And I, who the fuck am I talking about my movie? But you, you, going into the Q&A, he will have seen the movie right are, there. Are you fresh. channeling the spirit of Jeff Garland right now? <laughs> Is that what Jeff Garland does? I love no, Jeff no, Garland, it's, just, yeah. it's just fun, the, uh, what you're doing right now. Well, okay. Uh, no, it's, not. You're not, you're, it's not fun at all. It's not fun at all. So anyway, fuck it. It's a monologue you about how little talking you're going to do. <laughs> right, right, right. No, no. It's like you're the villain and you're telling us everything before we kill you. <laughs> I need to be killed. I need to be killed. You're but telling us too much of the plan. In this situation, I see how that happens now. Maybe the villain is just nervous around the hero, and then he just starts spilling his guts. I don't want to tell you all Adam this. Insecurity but has to say, look, how much better I am than you. But not saying I'm better than you. Speaking of villains, the lady just came out and scared the shit out of Jeff. Are you okay? Are you okay? Well, that's not, that's, that's not surprising. She's like, we forgot to put this in your uh, swag bag when you got here. Everybody gets an iPhone. <laughs> she gave me a phone. It's got the uh, definition of turgid on it. Oh, <laughs> I hope it says this episode of Doug Loves Movies is brought it, to you by Turgid. The, it's an adjective. It means swollen and distended or congested. We, we so didn't. I don't see. Think I any knew it was something nice. unpleasant, but I didn't know it was that specific. Congested. Why not fucking say congested instead of turgid? I don't. I, oh, I'm so turgid right now. I can't breathe. My nose is all stuffed up from. My you say, you say this to girls you're about to fuck? <laughs> no, after. After? <laughs> oh, how do you fuck? Are you doing it wrong? <laughs> See, Summer of Blood. It's all in Summer of Blood. <laughs> I promise you, it's all in Summer of Blood. You know? You find out if oh, they have a... Is it a, a girl's hey, coming of age story? <laughs> there's definitely coming, uh, and I'm 41, so there's coming in age, yes, both. 
Um, but it is a vampire movie, though, right? Vampire film, right. And you starred it. Who does, who does not want to see that? See, hear the silence? Everybody here would watch that. I wouldn't watch it. Once we have met you, I'm we all want to see a vampire movie starring you that takes place in summer. <laughs> no, the great thing about independent film as opposed to the Hollywood kind of mainstream where it's trying to deaden the senses, I think, of the population is that you are trying to awaken people to a new sensibility they're not usually drawn to. And it's too bad that you have a big, big mainstream movie that you guys promote that opens on 4,000 screens and then a week later... There, no one's in the theater to see them, and those theaters are just empty where they could be occupied by independent films that do awaken the senses of the people. If I can be high and mighty for a second. That was, a, so that was, that was very some, Michael Moore of you. What is Michael Moore doing the last four or five years? Is he still like, is he produced? Because Capitalism is a great movie. Has anyone seen that film? Capitalism, I mean, a love story? It's a great movie. Really great movie. He's also talking about things that people have seemed to have forgotten about, which is everything that Bush did to lead up to the economic crisis and Obama getting lambasted and just like beaten down for things that Bush is responsible for. Capitalism reminds people of what that was. They're snickering and it's laughing. It's like there Michael Moore and there should be here. And people should tell <laughs> and people should tell me to go fuck myself because I like the crowd participation. And, and, but you know, Michael Moore. I mean, he's a patron. You, great man. Great do you guy. star in your own movies? Absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's been covered a couple times. Do you star? No, I, I let's was going to ask Turgid, whole... Let's talk about Turgid. Let's All bring right. Turgid back. Let's bring Turgid back. I was gonna it's ask so you... much more interesting to talk about Turgid than this, isn't it? Probably. Uh, it's kind of a toss-up. <laughs> <laughs> Do you star in your own movies because you can't get an actor to say all the words you make the star say? <laughs> Are you are your scripts uh, yeah. are, are your scripts super wordy? The, the other actors are really amazing in the movie. That's what makes it great. I surround myself with great actors. That's what I love about this movie. I'm not a great actor, but I'm surrounded by great actors, and it makes my performance I transcend. I'm not bragging or by. Hey, that's movie. what Seinfeld did. Yeah, I mean, it's a good move. It's Seinfeld a good wasn't a good plan. actor. It's a good game yeah, plan. Yeah. Seinfeld, Matthew Modine, a lot of you great guys actors. would act in he a got movie. Great. He got a Jay, Jerry got great as it, at it as it went along. Like he just wasn't good in the, in the beginning. Right. He got, he was really you guys would be a great actor. You guys would love to be in a film. I'm surprised. I was asking you before why hasn't anyone asked you? And like, I think you guys would be terrific at it, right? Yeah, well, yeah, I'd be yeah, great at it. You have to audition and stuff. Oh, that's, oh um, fuck that! Yeah, you don't want to do that. But yeah. in independent films, I mean, you you know, yeah. if only if only there was somebody right next to me who makes. I was movies. like, these guys are barely going to talk at all. What am I going to do for ninety minutes? <laughs> Can I talk? Is that yeah, cool? Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, it is my podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, owner brought um, some uh, for the prize bag. Something that I think is a very unique and special uh, prize. It's two drawings that he made of uh, scenes from the film. Right? From, yes, from, yes, from yes. Summer of Blood? Yeah. Okay. And uh, one of them is a vampire biting into a doggy. <laughs> and the doggy is thinking, this guy's a fucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of like a look who's talking of vampire movies. So we, we hear the dog's thoughts as he's getting uh, attacked by a vampire. The question was for you. <laughs> I'm sorry. What it was, was a weird time again? to take a big swig of beer. Yeah. <laughs> I've gotten lots of criticism for being an asshole in the movie, and like, I love villains in films. You ever see? I mean, it, okay, it, I'm sorry, Doug. Go ahead. Keep going. 
Yeah, we're here to spur a conversation about the film. Every time you're coming up on talking about films, you decide to shift into quiet or turgid. Well, I don't want, I don't, I don't want to talk, I can't talk, I, I can talk about influences of the film, which is great. Has anyone seen the movie Vampire's Kiss? Nicolas Cage. Oh, Lady. great movie. Great movie, right? It's very, uh, Summer's Blood is very influenced by that film. Like, if we're going to talk about movies, that's a great movie. If anyone's seen it in the late 80s, early 90s, I think it took place in Chicago, and I can't remember the name of the director. I'm not on coke, I promise you. People think I am. <laughs> His name was Robert something, right? Ro- Ro- yeah, yeah something, Robert it starts with B. It starts with a B. Yeah, That's yeah. exactly right. Uh, Larry Fassenden's Habit. Did you ever see that movie? Doug, cut me off. I'm not going to. I, I just you asking questions and then keep talking. I don't. I don't get. I, I don't get what's happening. To, to talk about is there blood, cocaine in that I beer? Wanna, I want to reference other movies because right. I, but what I'm, was the question that you just asked <laughs> about a movie that's not Vampires Kiss? I asked a question? Yeah, you said, you mentioned another, was it another Nicolas Cage movie? It was another something. And then you said, have you seen that? And before I could answer, you moved on. And now nobody knows what you're asking. Larry Fassenden's Habit. Has anyone seen that film? It was uh, early 90s, took place in New York. Uh, Intimate vampire film, maybe psychological, maybe literal, who knows. Really terrific movie. Has anyone seen that? No, nobody. One, you nobody. should check it out, Larry. Exactly. So I apologize for bringing up movies that no one's seen. It's turgid up here. I'm having a hard time right now. You know, swollen and congested. Yeah. Yeah. Hard, uh, hard is the way I always saw it. Hard. You just sit back and talk when I speak to you. It's going to be perfect. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, it's really, it's really easy to be a guest on this show. And uh, I want to show the other thing that you brought 15 minutes later, uh, which is another uh, drawing from the movie in which someone is vomiting blood into someone else's mouth. Correct? Yes, this is a scene in the movie, the first kill of the movie. I think it's worth seeing because the first first act doesn't lead on to the fact that it may be a vampire film. I don't want to give it away. Most of you aren't going to see it. Almost all of you aren't going to see it, and that's fine. <laughs> We're all going to stay right here at the State Theater <laughs> and yes. watch it. What's over at the State Theater at midnight tonight? Oh, Baba Duke. Have you heard about that? Yeah, I've heard Not Marmaduke. <laughs> that would be a weird midnight movie, too. <laughs> there is a feature film Marmaduke, isn't there? CG yeah, yeah. yeah, there is. Yeah. Do you see it? Have you seen it, Jesse? Uh, I've seen parts of it. It's the one with the German shepherd. He likes pie, and he's voiced by Owen Wilson, and his best friend's a cat who's That's voiced Marley by Marley and me. Marmaduke is a great name. He's owned by Marley and me. He's owned. Is Marley doesn't speak. Marley doesn't speak in that, but it is Owen Wilson. Yeah, yeah. And and Marmaduke. But Marmaduke is a great Dane. Everyone knows that. He's one of the best Danes. Yeah. (laughs) Him and Rugger Howard. (laughs) Or Mads Mikkelsen. You know what I don't like about Marmaduke movies is he, they can't kill Marmaduke. <laughs> you know? But wouldn't that be a brilliant movie, Marmaduke's death, you know? If Hollywood produced that film and Marmaduke got his head blown off like, you know, into the second act, and then how do the owners of Marmaduke react to the Marmaduke's head being blown off? Oh, they would probably freak out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that- Poor Marmaduke. He was almost through all of that cherry dog treat when he died. That would be like the new Bambi, like the new movie that would traumatize kids for generations. You could make it like The Expendables and have Heathcliff be the one that killed him. 
I saw Mice and Men last night with uh, Franco. It's so funny you saw Palo Alto because I saw the last performance in New York of a Mice and Men and, it, you know, Lenny getting his head blown off. I was like, Oh, so he really dies at the end of the last performance? They didn't change it. I thought they would, but he really, really dies. And it's funny because he got on stage to make a speech at the after party and he said, I've never done this before. And I said exactly what you said, which is, it's the only thing you haven't done, Franco. You know, because like he's done everything. Did you read it's his true. book? <laughs> no. Right. No one, no one did, right? Nah. No one did. But maybe it's good. It's short stories. That's all I know about it. It's a collection of short stories. It's called Palo Alto Stories, right? Yeah. Yeah, and then the movie Palo Alto is based on it. And in the movie, he plays like a coach of a little girl, and he, she babysits his kid, and he comes on to her. It's creepy as fuck. Wow. <laughs> I'm really glad I missed that one. Yeah, he's not a likable character like he was in Spring Breakers. So... Um, <laughs> He's left Harry Osborne far, far behind then. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, what have you uh, seen so far, Jesse, here at the film festival? Because there's tons of movies to see. You could, if you're ambitious, you could probably see six movies a day. Oh, wow. Uh, you're probably not that ambitious. Uh, I am. I've had days where I've just only watched movies. But uh, today I saw Land Ho. Uh, it was very great. Uh, this is about these two old men who go to Iceland. And they have a wonderful time. It's, one guy's very eccentric. And they just have like, a great time like, hanging out and stuff. Yeah, so that's really good. So what do they do? Like sit around doing their Michael Caine impressions? <laughs> nah. uh, they go to spas. They go to... Uh... <laughs> it's a lot more exciting than it sounds. <laughs> it sounds like an old Two guy. old men in a spa. <laughs> Is it like old guys spring breakers? <laughs> no, but I would see that. That would be fun. Well, we should give a shout out to the directors, Aaron Katz and, and Martha Stevens. They're, oh, yeah. they're, very, they're very young and they're very amazing. They actually went to the North, North Carolina School of the Arts, which is a great place where David Gordon Green went oh, and he went to the Pineapple Express. Anyway, fuck that. Okay, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, yeah whatever you do, you don't start get... talking movies. <laughs> and, uh, I don't know why you keep falling into that trap. <laughs> I've seen that. I'm looking forward one. to seeing Lanho. Lanho's on my list of movies to see. Oh, I'm looking forward good. to seeing yeah, it. I'm a, uh, yeah, in, yeah. it's got Jesse's uh, seal of approval. Oh, yeah. Yeah, what else? Uh, and it, you... Let me ask you about last year. Oh, sure, yeah, please. Did you see anything you didn't like? Because I think Michael Moore has great taste in movies. Oh, yeah, it, he, it was 100% like I liked everything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was very good taste in movies. All right, so what else did you see today? You've only uh, been here today, right? Yeah, well, I've been here a couple of days, you know, like getting acclimated, going to the party last night. Today's like my first movie day, so... You had to have an acclimation party? <laughs> Just I don't. I, it's still three years before I could drink legally, but I gotta really pace myself <laughs> was, at the opening night party. I just relaxed, hung out with my parents, went, took a drive, saw all the beautiful scenery, and I saw Twelve 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 today, which is a com- concert film. You know that uh, concert for Sandy? That was uh, yeah, Hurricane yeah. Sandy concert. It always, it's always weird to say it's a concert for Sandy. Yeah. You know that? I don't want to give a dime to that fucking hurricane. <laughs> That hurricane know. caused a lot of shit yeah. problems. I don't storm. even know what a Super hurricane storm. would do with money. Yeah. What would she do with your dive? She would just throw it around everywhere. <laughs> hey, that Michael Moore would approve of that. Hey, money for all. <laughs> um, and that's... Uh, so, like, Springsteen was in that Although, I've got a bone to pick with Michael. Wow, I can't bone pick the bone with him. Never mind, never mind. Go Okay. Ahead. Um... <laughs> You, uh, what happened? Uh, <laughs> 12, 12, 12. <laughs> yeah, and it's a, but it's a behind the scenes of that concert. So Springsteen is there. Was Tom Petty in it? Uh, no, but John Bon Jovi was in it. Oh, okay. Uh, Paul oh, McCartney Tom Petty's not in it? it? 
I guess not. I, you were all excited that Tom Petty was in it. That was false information, was. Jeff. Are you into no, that fine. music? Do you like that music? Is it you know young? I mean, you're connecting with that. Your parents are into that music. Is that the reason why you're into it? Or uh, we listened to a lot of Springsteen when I was growing up, so yeah. that was always good. And are you familiar with his are, early albums or like uh, uh, his early albums or like the fucking post <laughs> Born in the USA albums? It's true. Any, uh, any real yeah. Bruce Springsteen fans out there? Seriously, Born, uh, Greetings from Asbury Park, While Instrument, the E Street Shuffle, Born to Run. Those are the fucking albums uh, right I'm, there. I'm not that well versed, but I like uh, Born to Run. Doug, Doug, Doug doesn't want to talk about this. Hey, owner, please, please don't pull the yep. crowd anymore. <laughs> okay. Every okay. time okay. you do it, nobody responds. Okay. They there kind of look three. at you there like Doug is the three. host, isn't he? <laughs> and just, the first just three albums of Springsteen looked them up. I'm serious. It is worth seeing. And in conclusion, 12, 12, 12 is a five film <laughs> that you would all enjoy. <laughs> You guys should be the new Siskel and Ebert. Owner, <laughs> Jesse and owner. Yeah. <laughs> Get my blazer. Roper sucked. Didn't he suck so bad? Wasn't Roper the worst? He said Siskel and Ebert, dude. I know, but... Hey, <laughs> Why the but, fuck are you but, talking about he, They're Roper? both dead. But you just, well, you, you just don't who, get who enough replaced? opportunities to take pot shots at Richard Roper. <laughs> Come on, do you have... Do he you wasn't have, my favorite. When he was on with Roger, I always... I agreed with Roger a lot more than I did with Richard, and when they'd argue, it would make yeah. me angry, because I'd be like, he's no Gene Siskel, yeah. but he's a nice guy, and he, he, he you know, has yeah. opinions. Has he been yeah. on the show? Has he, he been on the show? No, no, he hasn't. Okay. Have you ever uh, read any of Ebert's, like, uh, written criticism? Like his oh, yeah, yeah. He's oh, a yeah. terrific writer. Pul- oh, yeah. Pulitzer Prize winning. Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. And the movie that's playing at this festival, if you haven't seen it yet, Life Itself, about Roger Ebert, directed by the guy who directed Hoop Dreams, which is a movie that Roger Ebert helped to bring to uh, the fore and make a, a lot of money, for, especially for a documentary at that time. Uh, it's kind of a nice uh, full circle, circle of life, if you will. Oh, yeah of uh, this guy directing the documentary about Roger Ebert, and it's a great documentary. I mean, he's a very interesting man. There's a lot of facets to his career. But the most fun part of the movie is they show a lot of outtakes of him arguing with Gene Siskel, and it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, and he was one of my heroes, so just to see him... talk and see him like do all this stuff and learn even more about him than I had already learned from his website was just a really fun experience and I actually uh, I was in the audience at the Museum of the Moving Image and Chaz Ebert uh, was there and I got to ask her a question and it was just really a highlight of my evening She's a nice lady. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been yeah. to the I've been to Ebert Fest in uh, oh, really? Champaign Urbana a couple times, and uh, she she hosts everything. And she, you know, she's wow. not the slickest uh, pre- presenter, but uh, she's very uh, passionate and heartfelt, and, wow. uh, and a, a lovely woman. Mm. Uh, what did you do at Ebert Fest? I just I just went and watched movies. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. It's an interesting festival because it it, it lasts like about the same time as Traverse City, but you see like at most maybe four movies in a day, and wow. there's no options. It's just there's one theater. At this time, we're showing this movie, and then we're showing the next one. But they have a guest from almost every movie. And this last time, they had Spike Lee and Oliver wow. Stone. And was and, Pat Oswalt there? Uh, yes. Yeah, oh. Pat, Pat was there this year. The previous time I went, he was supposed to be there and he had to cancel, yeah. but this you, time he Did you watch four movies a day, Doug? Did you really watch four movies a day at the Eberfest? I watched, I, I don't, I may have seen four one day, but I, I didn't really go in for all of them. But, but also, he, he picks movies, uh, they pick movies now that Roger loved. And uh, so it's, you know, it's a dazzling array of movies, but I, I personally wasn't in the mood to see Born on the Fourth of July again. Uh, uh, we go around that Oliver Stone. Day. Day. So I, and, I, and I didn't. I wasn't personally interested in the Oliver Stone Q and A, but it's pretty cool that somebody that big came out yeah. to the festival, especially now that 
that uh, Roger's gone. He's not even there, you know, but they're, they're going to keep doing it. Uh, Spike yeah. Lee, did you care about the Spike Lee Q&A at all? That was awesome, the Spike Lee. You, it was awesome, right? Yeah, because that movie, they showed Do the Right Thing, and seeing it on the big screen with an audience like 1,200-seat theater was really, uh, it was really exciting. And then he's just so, uh, you know, he's just, just, you know, he just says what he feels about everything. Right. So he's an interesting uh, Q&A subject, because when somebody in the audience asks a stupid question, first thing he says is, that's a stupid question. Right. Like, Did you get on not, the bandwagon, though? Give a fuck. What? Did you get on the bandwagon when he tried to raise money for the, the vampire film he made in Brooklyn? Anybody remember this? Kickstarter, he tried to raise $1.2 There was a bandwagon, like, that just said, fuck this, why? But you know me? Vampire in Brooklyn's like an old Eddie Murphy movie, right? Yeah. What he was doing, it's... He uh, did not kickstart that blood movie. Of, blood of, blood of, Jesus, blood of Jesus, you know, blood of Jesus, right. so close. I don't think that's the name of the movie either. What's the name of the movie? What's the name of the movie? It's called Summer of Sam. <laughs> Summer, Summer of, of Sam's blood. You yeah. did that already. The okay. Inside Man. Right. Mock me for not knowing the title. That's this fine. is the worst but, game. But, Just yell the wrong names. <laughs> Hashtag. Did points. you? She's got to have it. <laughs> but, Girl six. I just if you're turgid, sure she does. If you're School turgid, days. she does have to have it. What did? What did you? And fuck it. Let's keep going. <laughs> Crooklyn. <laughs> great movie. Brooklyn's a great movie. When I'm old, I'm definitely going to sit around playing Last Man Standing by myself. <laughs> just on a park bench yelling out Spike Lee titles at people as they walk by. <laughs> Malcolm X. That'll be it. Yeah. You'll be my little friend. <laughs> Helps me out with the tough ones. Yeah. Let's see, what have I seen here at the festival? I saw La Gran Familia Española from Spain, and I, I really enjoyed it. It's like my big fat Greek wedding, but charming. And um, I saw... I mean, Big Fat Greek Wedding was a huge independent movie hit. Probably one of the biggest independent movies ever, right? But uh, it it, it didn't really work for me. I wasn't that into it. Uh, I saw 1971 today, which is uh, the Leonardo DiCaprio story. I mean, J. Edgar Hoover. (laughs) It's about him being a complete asshole. Like, I don't even want to... I've never seen J. Edgar, the DiCaprio movie, but now I don't want to because I hate J. Edgar Hoover after seeing 1971. It's really uh, illuminating. It was a great movie, though. He was a complete douchebag, that guy. Yeah, 1971, it's about a group of people that just decided during the Vietnam War to just bust into an FBI building and steal a bunch of files and see what's in their files. Then they looked in their files and it's all this shit about them, about all the creepy shit they're doing where they're doing tons of surveillance on... Uh, it's like they kept all the terrible things they w- should have kept secret in this one cabinet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there should have been more scenes of them in the house later going, what the fuck? You Are can't, you shitting you, me? You can't hit clear history on a cabinet full of files. <laughs> unless you set the building on fire. And then I saw uh, Five to Seven... Uh, you know, which is not to be confused with nine to five. Do you know what five to seven is, Jesse? Oh yeah, it's uh, Anton Yelchin who was in the Star Trek movies. He mm-hmm. plays he plays a young writer. Uh-huh. Uh, he's been rejected a lot. Sure. Uh, he meets a beautiful French woman uh, played by Bernice Marlowe who was in uh, Skyfall. I thought I was going to see this, so I did tons of research. And then they begin a. Well, you haven't seen this. No, You're telling us all I, about a movie I, you haven't I, seen. <laughs> Just, I love it. You just described my bread and butter, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. I, I can yeah. describe movies I haven't seen, too. Oh, awesome. Name a movie I haven't seen. 
I don't really know. Uh, like crazy? Have you seen Like Crazy? The, have you seen Like Crazy? I did, and it drove me crazy during <laughs> during five to seven. The Anton Yelchin. Why is he hooking up with chicks from Europe? Because that's fucking him over every time. It's a terrible movie. Oh, okay. Wait. So yeah. That's so what I meant to think. Maybe get an affair to finish the synopsis. It's a horrible, horrible film. Oh. What? Really? Like what? crazy. Have you seen that movie? Uh, oh, like crazy? Yeah. It's oh, yeah. depressing as fuck. Wait, for wait. sure. I was at uh, I was at uh, Sundance 2011 with a movie called Septian, and I was in. No one's seen it, but some people have. Uh, and this movie was there, and I remember seeing it with an audience of 1,100 people. I'll be very concise and brief. <laughs> and after the movie was over, there were all these people just congratulating themselves and applauding like it was the second coming. It was the most amazing movie ever. And it's such a piece of shit. <laughs> and I feel very proud to say that. Because when I was there as a newbie, I felt like it was my uh, obligation, my duty to tell people to stay the fuck away from this movie. Because uh, it's very flawed and funny. People sort of did that on their own anyway. I mean, it, I wasn't, it wasn't like it was uh, a not big hit or anything. Not fucking critically, which is the problem. There's a sense of like adulation and like canonizing movies that are fucking terrible. Indiana Jones and Last Crusade, are you guys fans? Yeah, oh, that, the, the, the Last Crusade. Crusade yeah. yeah, but the one after that, The Crystal Skull. Fans yeah. of that fucking movie? Yeah, you I like fan? that movie. You're, you like that movie? Yeah. I, I understand that. Really? With Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf was in that, too. I, he, he, he's, not, he's not the problem. He's not the problem. He swings to the jungle. The CG, it's amazing. You like that movie? Yeah. Well, I was well you were fucking 11 when you saw that film. <laughs> I wore a leather jacket and a fedora to the, to the showing. It was amazing. I was 30. <laughs> The problem is not enough. Be hard. When, when I did Q&A's, no, again, no one gives a shit. When I did Q&A's for Summer of Blood at Tribeca, Tribeca Film Festival, which is great. And I felt good to be there. I, I, I felt sort of like egotistical and like, kind of like excited to be there and felt like my ego go up a few notches. But on my Q&A's, I was very, a matter of, I wanted to hear criticism. I wanted people to rip the movie apart. Because criticism, people should be fucking, you know, they should be the critical about movies. And not exclusively, get, dude. <laughs> if, the fourth, if, come on, a movie. If, we're, we're waiting. We're anticipation for a fourth Indiana Jones. It should be amazing. It shouldn't be. It's not even good. It's terrible. I was offended walking out of that. Movie well, you don't here. believe like in the in the concept well, of like a misfire where they like try to do something good and then just turns out bad just because there's well, let's talk about too the, many hands like, involved. Like there's something interesting. You to realize, it, but you like, realize the ghost came out and melted faces in the first one. What's the big deal with aliens? The CG Excellent. stuff was a nightmare. Like the actual those weren't execution. real ghosts and raiders, man. Yeah, yeah, but it was there was something about it. It was a little bit more legitimate. I thought yeah, like, it really was. Strangely, the space. effects went backwards. Like the effects are better in raiders. Well, let's than talk they about boyhood. We talk one. about boyhood. Boyhood is hundred percent like whatever. Uh, throughout the board, everybody is being unanimously positive about boyhood. Great, I can see the reason why. But how, why hasn't anyone criticized obvious things to be critical critical about? Did you see boyhood? I have not. I'm going to see it. I haven't really seen Boyhood yet. Uh, it plays it's on three Saturday, hours long. Man. And to be fair to Doug, I only saw it because of a sweet preview that I went to. So. And you liked it? Loved it, yeah. We can't talk about it because they haven't seen it yet. Yeah, so the, the kid, though, was a year older than me, and he liked a lot of the same pop culture when he was a kid, so that was a lot of fun. <laughs> There's lots of ways to criticize that movie of why it doesn't work. You make concessions when you make a film over 12 years, and that does... Well, concessions if, is how the movies make their money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, uh, that, I, I mean, laugh it off. That's not funny. Uh, so, uh, uh, this is 
And it you're was funnier than funny, like crazy. Very funny guy. You're uh, a very, very funny guy. So was five to seven good or like did you like it? Oh yeah, we were talking about five. I get another beer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's leaving. Hey, again. can someone get that guy a water? <laughs> uh, is he coming back or? Yeah, he'll be back. There he is. So but I found seven. I found five to seven uh, the screenplay to be very uh, very clever and uh, and, a, and a very interesting uh, predicament and uh, the way that it plays out in the end is uh, it's one of those movies where you're kind of like how can this end in a satisfying way and then and somehow it manages to which is always uh, even kind of extra satisfying mm-hmm. um, so yeah so I like that one five to seven but the reason I asked the eighteen year old uh, to describe the movie and then he described it in such a professional way. Uh, this is what I wrote down. The movie's about uh, French fuck-around time. <laughs> because apparently the French, if you're cheating on your spouse or if it's even allowed, you're just allowed to have mistresses or whatever, uh, you do it from 5 to 7 in the afternoon because that's the perfect time to walk in at 7 and go, I got held up, <laughs> traffic was bad, or, or whatever your uh, excuse is going to be. So 5 to 7 is, uh, is uh, French code for uh, let's... Is that let's fuck? Let's uh, it's 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 we, over here. We say Ashley Madison, and there they say from you know that website about where people want to cheat. Is that where they came up with the concept of happy hour? I guess so. Yeah, they don't say they never make that joke in the movie, but they should have. But Anton Yelchin's character is uh, pretty pretty clever and funny in it, and uh, Frank Langella and Glenn Close plays parents, and those scenes are very funny. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, very, very, yeah, they're very good actors. Yeah. What's your so tomorrow, Jesse? What do you have to do a uh, what you call it for a, oh, a okay. moderate. moderate? What do you have to moderate? So I'm doing uh, the Internet's Own Boy, the Aaron Schwartz film. You know, the guy who co-founded Reddit and unfortunately took his own life after the government really went after him for illegally downloading articles from JSTOR. Uh, so I'm doing that with the director, Brian Appenberger. That's going to be very fun. Like a good Q&A. And then... Uh, <laughs> I didn't think the film was going to be fun. Why, why are you laughing? Because he said it's going to be a good Q&A. He hasn't seen the film yet. Yeah. And, uh, you know... It yeah, but I, 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 trust, I trust him. I, th- you know, I've, met, I've known I, him for about 20 minutes in t- total time. Well, f- about 45 now. That all yeah, let's figure it out exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, I trust him. I left because he How said, did you get on this gig? How did you get to be moderate? Do you mind if I ask, Doc? Do you I mind? don't mind at all. I think I was sort of asking him about it earlier, but right? somebody <laughs> kept interrupting. Do, you, do, 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 do we already answer the question then? Do we already answer it? I mean, how did you get here as an 18-year-old? Uh, sure, how did uh, you do it? Uh, all right, so... Be concise. Uh, be concise. So, uh... Is, is it a, <laughs> That's right. It's true, have, right? We have, We're on borrowed time, Doug. Sure. That's what you want, isn't it? We have enough time, right? From you don't want people to... Oh, no, this is perfect. The listeners are going apoplectic because I haven't even mentioned games yet, and the show's been, <laughs> show's been going for over an hour. Oh, God, so... Because yeah. I've kind of lost the, the you know, yeah, the, the will yeah. to do that. <laughs> so, uh... To do an elevator pitch, uh, my mom actually produced a documentary uh, called Being Elmo, Up to Your Journey that played at Traverse Being City. Elmo, yeah, right yeah. on, yeah. And then uh, I went to Tribeca to see Michael Moore get interviewed by Susan Sarandon. And luckily, because we, uh, we knew Michael a little bit, I was able to go backstage. And I was able to go up to him, and we just started talking about Woody Allen. We just started talking about movies. And at the end of it, he said, oh, well, you're coming to Traverse City. And I said, yes, yes, please. And I was very excited. And then I came here my first year, and I've been doing it ever since. And the 50, whor- you were 15 when this uh, happened. 16. 16. And the first guy, uh, if you, people can remember back to this This is his podcast, third year here, for those yeah, keeping track. That guy uh, who did the, the horse whisperer, you called him, uh, who did the thing with you, uh, his... 
the comedy panel uh, mm-hmm. last year. Uh, his name is Bob Byington. He was my first guest, so that was uh, the first guy I did it with, and I've just been doing it ever since. Was he crotchety? Because Bob Byington's a crotchety son of a bitch. Uh, yeah, I was told by a bunch of people, like, he's very I love him, by the way. I he's love wonderful, him. wonderful guy. I was told by, like, he's very ornery. He, he, he could be kind of ornery, you know, watch yourself, you know, make sure you're okay. And I go out, and I'm all the time thinking to myself, you know, don't make yourself, like, don't joke, don't put yourself out there, don't do anything, like, to draw attention to yourself. Just it's all about the filmmaker, and do that. And I get out, and I ask him my questions. We have a good repartee. And I go, okay, uh, first question. And I call on someone, and the woman gets up and goes... Jesse, what's your favorite movie? And I just think to myself, ah, this is going to be different. And uh, what'd you I, say? Holes? Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> the editing in that is very good. By what the way. teenage boy doesn't love holes? <laughs> it was actually Radio Days. Uh, <laughs> the truth is so not fun. <laughs> Uh, Woody Allen and Holes? Come on, there's a connection there. I can't, uh, I can't find it. Um, <laughs> this would have been so insanely different if it had Michael Moore been sitting here. Because <laughs> it was going to be these three and Michael Moore, so all of this would have tried to happen with Michael Moore sitting there, and it would have been, uh, it would have been very interesting. No, it's still very interesting, uh, yeah. nonetheless. But, but it's fun to imagine. <laughs> and this is the part of the show where I say, let the games begin! <laughs> Take control of your blood this summer. Um, this is the part where everybody holds up their name tags, and the three gentlemen on stage just uh, put down your microphone and, and go select the uh, person that you'd like to play for. And uh, Jesse went right for the Woot Monkey. Yeah, we're going to play some like games monkeys. now. That we, uh, you can just go ahead and... Uh, oh, he went for the cookies? Yeah. Toss those cookies. What am I looking for? What am I looking for? Oh, um, you, you're just selecting a name tag that appeals to you. It's your own uh, personal choice. And you made eye contact and you, <laughs> you took that guy's cookies. Uh, what type of monkey is this again? Uh, it's a Woot Monkey. Or, or I used to give away Moot... Yeah, that's okay. You want? Uh, can, who's gonna talk now, me or you? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I don't know how to play any of these games, but uh, okay. yes, everybody knows that. <laughs> Everybody's been assuming that's what was gonna happen. That's why we're gonna play the easiest fucking games I have at my disposal. Don't, don't change the game. Oh, I'm changing the game. Because <laughs> I'm in charge. Hey, hey. I get to decide what happens. I get to decide if anyone outside of this room ever, ever even hears this. <laughs> Especially now, I don't want anyone to hear me saying, Everyone even hears this. <laughs> Is anyone going to hear this? <laughs> are you Frank Nelson? Who are you? I don't know who that was, but. Um, it was a silly old-timey voice. Yes. Yes. That guy, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good choice. Uh, but yes, Woot Monkeys is something I used to throw out into the audience, shoot out into the audience uh, at the shows, because they're... Can I see that one? For oh, sure, yeah. Because they're... This, is this an official... No, this is just a monkey that doesn't do what Woot Monkeys do. The arms have the... Oh, the arms have the... Th- oh, so it's like the Mr. My mistake. Fantastic. It's been so long since I've It's the Mr. Fantastic monkeys, really. Yeah, and you just basically you just uh, use it as a kind of like a sling it slings itself. It's a slingshot, but oh, it, wow. he he goes flying through the air. <laughs> and then he goes like that. I had one of those as a kid. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, and I, I've uh, I've had them and given them away. Woot used to send me boxes full of them, but I got tired of like bumping into it in the middle of the night and then waiting for a few <laughs> minutes for all the monkeys to stop screaming. <laughs> we had to take. I had a woot monkey as a kid. We had to take it out. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't take their voice out. I wouldn't do that to a monkey or a dog. <laughs> I think they should be able to make the noise that they make. But, and then who's that, who are you playing for there? Is uh, her name on it uh, somewhere? Her name is on the back. Uh, is that the one I read? Or? Is it a girl's name? Uh, Your yes, name? I think so. is it, it's not a shithead on the back. Okay. Oh, good. It's Kali? Is that I'm saying it right? Kali? Kaylee. Kaylee. All right. Kaylee, Kaylee is not okay. a shithead. Uh, and who are you playing for, owner? I'm playing for... Man, you've got a cool fucking gift. I don't want to... Justin, you, you got cookies... And yeah, that's great. I don't need them. Thank you. Uh, but thanks for the cookies. But I'm playing for cookies. What am I playing for? Cookies? You're playing for... You're playing you're for the guy in the audience. Remember yeah. backstage People when I said... Gifts? You, somebody made that? <laughs> Can I give my gift back and pick like an original one? No offense, Justin. I mean, this is great. that you. The font is nice. I mean, there's a nicely written Justin on the... Yeah. Box of uh, cookies. I would put you in the worst guest competition <laughs> if you were ever going to be on again. I, I, I assumed I would be. I assumed I would. You're, you're applauding that, really? You're against yeah, me? Yeah, yeah. These people came to watch see me and what I do. Not... See if you're hey, owner, me, owner, you owner, 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 owner. Big round of applause for owner who's going to leave the stage right now. Big round of applause for Just take really? off. Yeah. You're done. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Terrific job. <laughs> I can't get through the rest of this fucking show with him doing that at every turn. Every fucking turn. He's got to discuss every goddamn thing. Who are you playing for, Jeff? What, what is that? No, Lando Calrissian. Look at it. It's wow. fucking sweet. Wow. See, that's a nice name tag. Now I feel bad for throwing him out of here because he did make a bad choice. I, ripped, I broke the falcon. <laughs> but there's a, there's a can of Colt 45 in this Millennium Falcon. <laughs> Also, turns out I can't do the microphone and the falcon at the same time. <laughs> you can put it down there and then you can come the or, yeah, or here. Maybe, yeah. yeah. So, well, the listeners don't really care how awesome that uh, name tag is, but it is really cool. And what's the guy's name? Nolan. Nolan. Yeah. Nolan Calrissian? Nolan Do Calrissian. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I like it. All right. So, um, what should we do for, should we get a third player up here? <laughs> All right, dude, get up here. Yeah, like backstage, I explained the name tags and the shithead on the back and the whole deal. So when he went off on that, like I had never spoken to him about it, I knew he was going to be trouble. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. Thank you. All right. Hi. What, what's your name again? My name's Dan Hogue. Dan? Yeah, Dan. Oh, yeah, and the, uh, the, the gun said Dan Hunter. That's right, the Dan instead Hunter. Instead of yeah. Deer Hunter. <laughs> Who yeah. won uh, the prize bag last year, right? Uh, well, my wife did, yeah. yeah. My so, wife! That guy. Jay, he knows everything. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse, he what? knows everything. What? <laughs> oh, sorry, I, I missed something, I think. Uh, he's just saying that you know never, everything. <laughs> you've you. never missed uh, anything yeah. ever. <laughs> Oh, thank you. <laughs> He's very smart, and what he contributes is, you know, it's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> as long as none of the categories have to do with Shia LaBeouf, uh, yeah. you know. Yeah, see, Don't get too if chatty, you can't dude. even pronounce it, yeah. That's right. you shouldn't even talk about it. 
No, his name actually means thank God for beef in some other language. <laughs> yeah, what else are you going to put in holes? <laughs> Oh, uh, man. I, I really can't wait to see Summer of Blood, though, now, because uh, that's, that's amazing that he's the star of that movie. <laughs> I imagine it's going to almost get to the movie. <laughs> the 190 minutes! <laughs> it's all trailers for other movies that he hates. <laughs> he, just, he just jumps in. <laughs> I'm going to be a vampire soon, probably. I don't know what this movie's about. Maybe I'm the vampire. Maybe you're the vampire. Don't you hate vampires? <laughs> Hang on a second. Let me vomit blood in your mouth. <laughs> oh, look, a dog. <laughs> I, I, uh, He's killing it. <laughs> Thank you. Mom and dad are so proud over there. Are you, you. filming the whole thing, Mom? <laughs> <laughs> Great, so at least one version of this show will exist. <laughs> I gotta try to smite it when you put it on YouTube. Um, all right, so we've got, uh, by my count, we have about uh, nine minutes left in the show. Uh, but since I think all of you understand and can get through some, uh, let's just see if we can quickly play some Leonard Malton game. Let's see if we can do it. Right. Normally, I'd say let's you know let's bag it and do some Last Man Stanton or whatever. But uh, I, I think that uh, I think this can go quickly enough. It'll be exciting if we can get it all done in eight minutes, because that's how much time we have now. <laughs> uh. This is a ticking time bomb. Uh, Jesse, since you've been so amazing, I'm just going to let you go first. Thank and then so we'll much. go to Dan and then Jeff. And you get to pick between uh, at the Haley Dexter suggested. That's you over there? You got a whole crew and everything. She suggested because it's the slogan of this film festival is just great movies. So she suggested that as a category, just great movies. Oh. And uh, of course, that's, you know, you, I can't decide which movies are great. And yeah. I mean, Leonard can try. But this category is movies that have the word just or great in them. Ah, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's any with both. Uh, also, celebrating a birthday today, uh, the great Arnold Schwarzenegger. And when I say great, it's in quotes. <laughs> Just like that last category. Uh, so the films of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Or Penny Dreadful. And that's Penny Marshall movies that she directed that Leonard gave two stars or less. Uh, Which one of those would you like to play? Well, uh... Jesse Pasternak. Thank you. My uh, mom is... From in, New York City. Uh, er, I'm a little north of the city, but... Okay, well, you said New York earlier, yeah. so... Yeah. So I ran with it. So, uh... Is that where they do Tribeca? Uh, New York City, yeah. <laughs> I'm just doing an impression of what was happening earlier. There's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of random throwaway yeah. questions. Which one? Uh, I think, well, my mom's a huge Penny Marshall fan, but I think I'm going to have to go with Justin Great, the, just, the word Justin Great in the title. Okay. This movie with Just or Great in the title got two and a half stars from Leonard. It's from 1989. He calls it slick and highly stylized. And then he also says, 
that uh, the lead performing this movie uh, is really playing the piano. <laughs> and he lists 11 names. How many names do you can get this movie that has Jester Great in the title? Uh, I'm going to go five. Cause five is a smart opening bid. I want to say zero names. Dan, Dan is not fucking around. Respect, yeah. Are you wearing a Michael Moore costume? <laughs> I have some political views I could share with you right now. Oh, please. Later, later, later. I'd rather know what you thought of like crazy. <laughs> I'm somewhere in between on that one. Okay. Uh, how, how, you say zero names. Okay, Jeff, zero. what do you think of that? I name it. Yeah. All right, so if you name the movie, you're going to get a point. Is it Great Balls of Fire? And what would you put after the fire if you had to punctuate it? An exclamation mark? That is correct. Yeah! Was that Dennis Quaid? Dennis Quaid. I really wanted to go negative one, but I didn't. Does he really play the piano in it? The reason that Leonard brings up that he plays his own piano is because it's not his voice singing. That's Uh, that's Jerry Lee Lewis's real voice, but apparently it's Quaid's real piano playing, which I don't believe, but whatever. (laughs) Uh, And uh, yeah, so, and then, uh, did you think of, Dan, did Great Balls of Fire leap into your head because it was movies with the word great in it? Yes. All right. Uh, Good job. Well done. All right, Dan's on the board with one point. We're playing to two points, and we have five minutes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what are you doing down there, Jeff? Nothing. I have a fake gun. Just remember uh, that. Yeah. yeah, don't push him. We, we should just give it to him just in case it goes off, you know? Like. Okay. <laughs> just in case, yeah. Uh, so uh, you asked him to name it there, Jeff, right? <laughs> yes, you did. Don't, did. don't shoot yourself with the fake gun. Uh, so we're going to start... with the shithead. We're so going to start fine. once again. We got four minutes. We're going to start once again... <laughs> With uh, Jesse uh, gets to pick another category, and then this time we'll go to you, Jeff. And Jesse gets to choose between Nikki Six, that's Nicolas Cage movies from 86, 96, or 06. Uh, Gerard Depardon, and that's uh, Gerard Depardon do movies that Leonard gave uh, two stars or less. And uh, this, one's, this one's interesting when you think about it. A Prairie Home Companion, and that's movies that have bestiality in them. <laughs> Because somebody has a companion yeah. in their home on the prairie. Which one of those would you like to play, Jesse? Uh, I, let's see. Uh, I think I'm going to go the Gerard Depardon because okay. I sort of know about French movies. <laughs> I have a hunch. Somebody said boo in the audience. That's really hostile way to react to an 18-year-old boy just trying to make his way in the world. Two stars for this movie that has Gerard Depardieu in it. Uh, the year is 2000. Oh. Uh, Leonard Maltin calls this movie excruciatingly shrill. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't mince words, does he? Yeah, and he says the results are spotty at best. Spotty at best. And he lists uh, whopping ten names. That's not that many, but ten names. How many can you get it in, Jesse? Uh, I think I'm going to go five again, just like to make sure. Just yeah. Play it safe. Yeah. Smart, smart play. Jeff? Name it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Your five names are Eric Idle, Timothy West, Ian Richardson, Carol McCready, and Ben Compton. So you probably only recognize one of those five names. Yeah. 
uh, is it I'm not Alan Smithy or? Oh, uh, that was called uh, Burn After. Burn Hollywood Burn. Burn Hollywood Burn, not Burn After oh, Reading. Burn. burn Hollywood Burn, the Alan Smithy story. Oh, yeah, and that, that's not what this is. This uh, is uh, Dave Pardue somehow got roped into being in the uh, fucking, uh, whatchamacallum, uh, Dalmatian movies. And this was, <laughs> this was 102 Dalmatians. Oh. <laughs> and finally we can get that category out of my phone. <laughs> and, uh, and now Jeff's on the board. Jeff has a point. Now we'll start with Dan and go to Jeff. Spoiler alert, that's movies where someone is run over by a car. (laughs) Someone named Double Dag suggested on Twitter, Carl! Carl! And that's movies where Carl Reiner directs and appears. Uh, Oh, I couldn't get that. People are always yelling for him on that set. And then, uh, was that two or three? Okay, one more. Uh, Eric R. Stevens suggested, not even Stevens, but Eric R. Stevens, uh. suggested Meals on Wheels, and that's movies where there is oral sex in a car. <laughs> Sorry to possibly make you play that category in front of your parents, <laughs> Jesse. Oh, I would have taken the Carl Reiner. I'm a huge fan. Sure, which so one, Dan? I would be remiss if I didn't pick Spoiler Alert. All right, Spoiler Alert. Would you like a movie where someone gets hit by a car from 1977? 1983 or 1995? Well, let's go with 95. All right. Are you ready over there, Jeff? Yeah. (laughs) I know you were doing some grooming. (laughs) This is how I think. (laughs) Two stars from Leonard Dan. Uh, He says about this movie from 1995 uh, that it is... uh, He says it has an exciting car chase, but... uh, (laughs) This movie never rises above the mire. M-I-R-E, a, a word popularized in a song by the Doors. Because Jim likes to wallow in it. The mire. I've never really seen it in a sentence like that. And he lists 11 names. Uh, let's start with 10. Strong. Uh, <laughs> Jeff. Nine. Jesse. I'm going to go seven. Whew, skipped a number. <laughs> I'm going to hope that uh, you were too young to remember this movie and say name it. All right. Oh. All right. So seven names. And this is... Uh... Jesse, you're not on the board yet? No, I'm sorry. All right. This is your chance. To t- <laughs> this is your chance to bring it to a three-way tie. Mm. Uh, your seven names are Kevin Teig... <laughs> Get that uh, gun out of very his face. Carefully uh, about for those who are, Why are you bringing that extra pressure on him? For everyone who's listening, he just pointed the fake gun at me, so you understand that laughter. You know, this is a podcast. You can't see it. I thought I described what he was doing, but that's cool. Sorry. It's kind of a thing. It's kind of catchy tonight. Uh, Angie Everhart, David Hunt, Holt McCallany, Ken King, Donna Murphy, and Richard Crenna. Do you know who Richard Crenn is? I, I don't. I'm sorry. That's something that, it, it's that kind of I would think you would know. Yeah, stop doing that with the gun, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Jeff just Thank threw you, away Jeff. Dan's gun. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. <laughs> um, what do you think uh, there, uh, Jesse? Uh, you got any idea? No, I don't. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. 
That's okay. Yeah. I think you did a great job up here tonight. I'm really, I'm really proud of you. Thank you. Yeah. The rest of the names are Michael Bain, Chaz Palminteri, Linda Fiorentino, and David Caruso. And uh, a- a- Angie Everhart's actually the person who gets struck very hard by a car in a ch- car chase in San Francisco in a motion picture called Jade. Jade oh. is the name of the movie. And our winner is Dan. You did it, Dan. His family has won two years in a row. You don't get the prize bag this time. Or maybe, I guess you should be playing for yourself. I should just give you the prize bag, right? I'll take it. That's what we should do. Dan gets the prize bag. Stick around for Summer of Blood, people. Yeah. Sorry, Tra- sorry Justin. Yeah. 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 Justin, where's we're, Justin? We're standing, you don't see You? If you want to meet me tomorrow, I'll give you the rest of my dog treats. <laughs> was there a shithead on the back of those cookies? Oh, there was? Oh, there we, was? We need it I back looked, there. there was a, I didn't see it. Oh, he probably is just mad at ingredients. <laughs> Gluten. <laughs> Does it really, did you really write one on there and he couldn't find it? Yeah, oh, it's on the bottom. Yeah, toss it back up there. These cookies are going to get ruined. Uh, all right. Oh, you like it? Yeah, it's a good one. It's a good one? Oh, it is a good one. All right, you can toss, oh, here, I'll just toss them back to him. <laughs> nice. Good catch. Terrible toss, good catch. All right, so, um, uh, and, and the Woot Monkey doesn't have a shithead on the back, does it? So just <laughs> Good one. Why are you bringing me a beer? Because that's the shithead on uh, Wait, I thought, oh, oh, Cookies doesn't get a shithead. Cookies was who owner was playing for, and then, of course, we saw what happened. You could still read it anyway, just as a consolation prize. Yeah, yeah. I, I should, said we let him change I, his I'll shithead. definitely say his shithead. What? I said we say a shithead or I'd let him change it if he wants. <laughs> no, no changes. We're, we'll do, I like the one he did right on there. And uh, All right, so we'll do three shitheads here at the end. Do you have anything to plug, Jeff, real quick? Uh, yeah, I'm going to be in Columbus, Ohio, August 14th through 17th, and then I'm doing a nice little run through a bunch of fucking shitty towns in Indiana in oh. September. <laughs> but I That's... found some venues and whatever. Right. Dan, see- Dan, where can people see you? I'm going to be at the Babadook next, actually. <laughs> oh, my podcast. Who's going to see the Babadook? <laughs> I have a podcast Hilarious. called Afternoon Every. You always overplug. <laughs> you never get them all in your first try. Uh, Jesse, what, you're going to be moderating some movies here at the festival and yep. then going back to near New York City. Yep, and then uh, I'm actually uh, going to have a new venue in the fall. I'm going to go to the in- University of Indiana. I'm going to be there for four years. You can come see me whenever you like. Uh. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. I should bring Douglas movies to Indianapolis. Oh, wow. Yeah, that'd be fun. <laughs> you're you're going to be a fan favorite from now on. I oh, have a feeling. <laughs> I have a very strong feeling people enjoyed that. Uh, I mean, kind of. <laughs> it's always interesting. Sometimes people love it when that when the guests aggravate me, but in this case, I don't. I don't think they know who he is, so it would just. It all seemed very surreal. Uh, okay. Because <laughs> I just met the man, and I don't. I have a real strong thing about not having people on that I haven't met before. Uh. But I thought that uh, you know, with Michael Moore on stage, you know that they would they would discuss his film, and Michael Moore would give it his stamp of approval. Mm-hmm. But I haven't seen his yeah. film. Uh, yeah. I've only met the man. Yeah. <laughs> and That's yeah. all I have to judge him by. 
himself. Uh, and I just yeah. like to say real quick, thank you so much for having me. The fact that I can be on a podcast that so many wonderful people like Paul F. Tompkins or Patton Oswalt have been on, just the fact that I've been on this podcast is just amazing. And thank you so much. Thank you so much. What a gracious guest. <laughs> Uh, yeah, let's have, uh, and, and thank you, Traverse City Film Festival. We'll definitely do this again because I always have a blast here. And um, one more time for Jeff Tate and Dan, the man with the gun. Oh, and owner Turkle. I still can't pronounce his name right. And Jesse Pasternak, everybody. Jesse Pasternak. And as always... Uh, Shia LaBeouf is a shithead John BB is a shithead and uh, how's this beer still cold <laughs> and uh, uh, Lee Harvey Oswald is a shithead <laughs> now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie eyes of both his viewing prowess makes him foggy there's no room in his heart for you 